Deep beneath the earth, below Mainstay and the Arcanum, the party travels in search of the Heart of the Void, a god-killing artifact with destructive potential. However, they were stalled in their journey by a turncoat, Dominique, who fired a near-lethal shot at Luna, putting her out of commission just before fleeing the scene and the arrival of Karagas and his own adventuring party. As they've joined forces with their once-departed party member, Luna lies unconscious, slowly being healed by the Kraley Fornorst. The others wait with bated breath on her condition and the scouting party to return. Outside this little hut that they've constructed, however, Rolandir and Vamok speak alone. Well, I don't know what that bug Fornorst did to me, but I seem to have had a revelation of sorts. Everything that happened to us in the months-long period that we were gone on the island, I remember. I remember we were all there, and we, at least, he says, just motioning between himself and Vamok, had an agreement that, hopefully, whether or not you would come to this prior to going to the islands, you at least have some feeling or recollection of. What I'm trying to say, Vamok, is... For me, at least, things have changed a little. Um, You had told me that you knew there was a way to rid the world of intent, and that that was potentially a safe option, but not the best one, as we all may have thought at one point or another along our journey, and I don't know if you still think that, but we thought there was a way to find someone. We weren't quite sure who, but an ideal wielder of intent. Someone who we could still go forward with our plan of stripping the gods and anyone else of their abilities with intent. Getting a clean slate and allowing this being to be the one to teach the rest of the world how to do it well, properly, without all the corruption that now currently exists. I admit we didn't really get to much further of a plan, but... That, that was actually something else that you had mentioned to me, that for all your posturing of your grand plans, you really don't have any. Anyways, as I said, I still have and harbor some hesitation to trusting you fully, but you made progress there, Vamok. I don't know of what kind or what sort, but you found your peace, and I hope we can go forward with my remembered plan. I do still think now that I have a bigger picture, it's ultimately the best. Do you remember any of this? Or at least any of this alternative plan? It sounds familiar. But to say that I remember the specifics of it would be a lie. There is one thing you said, though, that I agree with. Well, in theory, the plan that you remember could work. But you said that you do not trust me fully. I would say the same. I do not trust myself fully either. Rolandia, do you know what it is like to be obsessed? To be driven after one thing for years and years? Probably not to the degree which you experience things. I've obviously felt drive and motivation. I think the Warden's instilled that more than anything else, but... No, Vamok, from what I've seen you do and what you're willing to sacrifice to obtain your goals, 
can't say I've ever felt that. Although it has started to grow within me since becoming Godborn, I do feel an urgency, an impulsive sense to do something to protect Egadon. The will of Tentaver is planted within me. I can feel it. And that, perhaps, has played a part in the plan that you mentioned, this plan that was devised upon the island. But there is also a hunger. There is a need for power. And though I would not admit it to the rest of the group, to you I will say that hunger consumes me. I am afraid that you might think that when given a choice, I will choose poorly. But intent, the rush that I feel when I use it, I'm afraid that there will be no choice at all, that I will have no control over my actions. And that is what worries me. The best laid plans are meaningless if I cannot be trusted to carry them through. And when placed in a room with something as powerful as the Heart of the Void, even if it could be used to accomplish this plan, I do not believe I would use it in such a way. Well, I think that being merely aware of this fact is help enough. I think your abilities, though extremely useful and perhaps still needed, should be used in a limited nature going forward. I believe you, that you truly do want and that you would choose to do what is best for Egadon and not in your own self-interest, but as you said, it's your ability to actually choose that is concerning. I think we have sufficient manpower going forward that we still do need your counsel, uh, yes, your wisdom, and any other experience that you can give. I just feel that if you can suppress your use of intent going forward. Are you prepared to kill me, if that is what it comes to? Rolander pauses for a moment, and he can kind of hear still from the shelter that they're leaning up against, some of the voices coming from inside as they're quietly chatting amongst themselves, and maybe even can see a faint glow down beyond the way of some of the advanced scouting party, and just thinking and ponders to himself. I think we all know that at this point in our journey, we're capable of doing what needs to be done. But, and he stands up, and he kind of claps a mock on his shoulder. I don't think we need to dwell on specifics quite yet. And he's going to prop open the door back into the shelter and just kind of motion inside. There's food inside, if you'd like some. I will take a moment to ponder your words. Contemplate this plan that you speak of. And as I said, we really got no further on any particular individual, but there was something about it, a resolution between us, that it could work. I don't know what to make of that, but we'll need to think carefully. And Rolander gives him one kind of final nod and goes back into the shelter. Vamok will stay outside, but he'll actually, he'll stand up and he'll kind of start to pace around the perimeter of this shelter, just thinking, working things through in his mind, trying to see if he can, you know, logically work out the same conclusions that he once did uh, on the island. 
As you loiter outside, it's around this time that you notice the scouting party of Archibald and Erna and Brynjir return, walking toward you. As they approach, Vimok won't say anything. He'll just kind of, like, look at them, give them a little nod, and then keep walking past, continuing his paces. Archibald will say, Well, he's not much of a chatty Cathy. Never has been. Brynja, you seem like you might get along with him. You're both a strong, brooding type. We get along fine. He's had some troubles, but believe it or not, the mark has good in him. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, it seems that some amongst your group are a little more, um, well, how do I put this gently, uh, frigid towards him? It tends to happen when you stab one of your companions through the chest. I'm assuming that the mark was the one that did the stabbing. I, <laughs> the context clues. Yes, and Rolandia was the one stabbed. Oh, well. That explains the certain tension I felt. I thought perhaps it could be something else, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, shall we? And he motions towards the uh, entrance of the shelter. Of course. Inside, those who haven't settled down for sleep remain up, perhaps fixed on Fornorst and Luna, who, though remains over her, working whatever invisible magics, with just the slightest twitch of his fingers and the chitter of his mandibles, it's impossible to measure any sort of progress. Val has absolutely been sitting by Luna this whole time. He's just sort of exhausted <laughs> at this point. Seeing Archibald and Brynir enter kind of gives him a reason to be distracted from what is going on. So he will sort of perhaps out of character or like look up a little uncannily and say, What news? How did it go? Was there anything of note that they found or was it, you know, the odd trap here or there or something? Or Funnily enough, there didn't seem to be much of anything. Well, I say we found bugger all. It was a corridor, followed by a chamber, followed by another corridor, followed by another chamber. Very sequential, so I don't know if that means anything, but um, the good news is at least the path forward for now seems relatively safe. That is something, at the very least. Well, miss, have you slept at all? You look like you're tired. <laughs> Val just has, like, the darkest circles under his eyes. He just shakes his head at Brynir. Come, Val, you need your rest. I can look after Luna. I, I don't know if I can sleep. Uh, go see that Lyrian fellow. He seems like he would have some calming herbs or something. You're probably right. He will nod and, and head over to Lyrian. How have you been? Well, would say that things have been going pretty well. This cad fellow has been quite helpful, and I'm quite surprised that I met up with you all again. I was tracking you all for a while, and you all just disappeared. And it's it, it was very tricky, and I just stopped. <laughs> but I'm very happy to see you all again. It is good to have a friendly face among us again. Do you have anything for sleep? Ah, uh. Yes, uh, your friend is quite correct. I, I think I have something, and Lyrian is digging around trying to find uh, this specific pouch. You know, some call it a medicinal bag, but you know, <laughs> uh, I think this will will do you quite well. Let me get some some water, and 
heat it up for you. Goes down a little bit better that way. I appreciate it. How have you been, Val? How do I look? A little bit like you've been thrown in the trash a couple of different times. <laughs> but uh, overall, you you seem a little bit older and have a bit of a different walk to you. Well, that happens when you walk through plenty of shit. Uh, yes, yes, very much indeed. I guess all I can say to you, Val, is maybe try to focus on the positives. Seems that you have found somebody that you care for very much. She is currently unconscious on the ground, so that's going well. But she's not gone. Vornost will do his work. She will be back. As someone who knows him better than I, I will take your word for it. I'm grateful for your trust, Val. Yeah, this is ready for you. And give him uh, some some tea. It's the sleepy time tea or whatever. <laughs> There's a bear in a in a nightcap on the box. Yeah. Val will accept it and nod his thanks and then go back to sit by Luna and just sort of like slump up against the wall and sip this tea. As you do, and most everyone else falls into sleep for whatever you'd call night down here in this eternal dark catacombs, a watch is posted, time passes, and still Fornorst works, barely moving above the still form of Luna. And then finally, as Val, your eyelids are fluttering and you're fighting to stay awake. He shifts, goes from his knees back into a sitting position and then stands. And then he just goes off to a side of the room, spreads out a bedroll and lies down. The instant he moves, Val is also like instantly awake and then waiting for him to say something. And when he doesn't, he just kind of like, is everything all right? You hear his voice in your mind. I have done what I can do. It was a good graft, useful, what I was able to take from Kelnies and Rolandir. But we will see if it sticks. Time will tell. For now, you should rest. I need my rest, too. Thank you. I think Val will try to sleep. I don't know that he's very successful. Olyrian slipped some strong sedatives in there. Olyrian <laughs> did roofie him. <laughs> yep. I think that for Mick, I think that he probably would have been concerned for Val. And probably as he's keeping an eye on Val, as he's watching over Luna, his eyes will probably slowly bat down and he'll fall into a sleep accidentally. So he's he's fast asleep. As everybody's kind of nodded off, Vamok will enter into the shelter and he'll find Rolandir. Is Rolandir still awake or is, has he nodded off as well? He's just kind of sitting off on a side of the wall, kind of bobbling between just some rest, but not clearly not like asleep. Vamak makes eye contact with him and then approaches like a predator stalking its prey. <laughs> uh, no, sitting, um, oh my gosh. And Vamak approaches Rolandir and he kind of crouches down next to him, and he says, I believe the plan could work. The one that you spoke of. Well, I'd hope you do. It was your plan to begin with, but I'm glad you're on board. There are still two issues with this plan. One, finding a suitable candidate to become a new god. Such a candidate would need to be pure, incorruptible. And, as I think we can both attest to, we have not met anyone yet who fits the bill. No. 
And the second problem is me. I believe to enact this plan we would still need the Heart of the Void. But, knowing myself, if I were to be placed in the same room as the Heart of the Void, and even worse if I were to obtain it myself, I believe that each of your lives would be in imminent danger. Therefore, I think it might be appropriate if you and Valmas, if possible, were to develop a ward that could bind my use of intent. I would offer what knowledge I have on the subject, but I am afraid if I know too much of the workings of it, I would find a way out. So, I will leave that to you and the boy. Will you do this as a favor to me? Lander nods. I think something can be worked out. I'd prefer to not have you completely incapacitated as far as intent goes, but if that's truly what you feel is best, then we can try it. It is either that or kill me now. You may make the decision. Rolander does kind of chuckle when Vamok says that. <laughs> no, no, Vamok. We're not going to kill you right now. Let me and Val think on it. We'll come up with something and then tomorrow, either before we head out or on our way, we will um, bind you, as it were. And as you say that, you notice Vamok was not laughing at all. And he just says, very well. And he gets up and he goes to a little corner of the shelter and he's gonna head to sleep. Is Lyrian still up after roofing Val? (laughs) (laughs) I've done my work. (laughs) So... I was thinking that Lyran was actually nearby. He was in his meditative state. Oh, that's true. He doesn't need to sleep. I forgot. He doesn't. That. He doesn't really need to sleep, and so, but he's like still semi-conscious. So when Vamok started talking to Rolandir, he actually heard the entire conversation between you two. Okay. Rolandir actually notices this, and he sees him in this state, and he wanders over to him once Vamok has gone and kind of gotten settled in his area. And he just goes and sits down next to Lyrian as well. I suppose you heard all that. Possibly. Uh, yes. <laughs> Lyrian, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no shortage of just happiness and joy and honestly relief that you're back with us again. But I do need to know where your allegiances lie now. It's been quite some time, and I know that for us, at least, we've gone through several different iterations of our plans, joining up with different forces, betraying those forces. I only imagine you've had your own set of journeys yourself, most recently being now with Katagas. What is your ultimate goal here now? Well, I've been trying to come up with an idea of that. Originally, my goal was to honestly find you again. I was at a bit of a loss. I know that you were tasked with killing the aspects, and I tried my best to follow, and was basically too late at every turn. I'm honestly surprised that I found you again. Katagas has been very instrumental in that, even if he may or may not have skewed the truth as to how you all left one another. I wouldn't say that I'm devoted to anybody, or any specific cause. I was just trying to find my friend. Rolander grins genuinely at Larian. Yes, I, I suppose that always has been your intent behind being here. And 
To be honest with you, I don't know what exactly the future is going to hold for any of us, for this world. I do know, however, that it was your intent at one point to return back to the old world. And I guess that is still one of my goals. I would very much like to return. I have gained some knowledge in some aspects, and I think I need to make things right at home. But I would very much like to have you come with me. You are my friend, and I've seen what this world has done for you, but you seem to be getting better as we've been apart. I think I didn't grasp initially just how strongly my tie to this world would become after becoming Godborn. I've wished countless nights just to be able to return back home as well, what was once home. I think regardless of what happens, and however this whole thing with the gods of this world plays out, I will do what I can to ensure that you are able to return back, but I don't think I can come along. Um, I'm tied to this very existence now. To leave would feel more like leaving home than going back to it. The feelings and desires, memories, at this point have now all but faded. I still feel the bonds between those who we came with originally, but particulars, details, people still on the other side of the rift. (laughs) Passing shadows at this point. I guess what I'm saying is, you still belong to that world, and you deserve to go back to it. And I think we can make that happen. But I feel drawn to stay here. Very well. If you believe that is your path, then I won't stop you. I do wish to return home, and who knows? Depending on how this all works out, maybe we we find a way that we can visit sometime. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, I know you don't need it, but I definitely do. And he kind of just motions back to his bedroll off in the corner. I'm going to go nod off for as much time as I can get before the time comes that we need to leave. Very well. I'll be up in a bit and relieve Cad from his duties so he can get some rest as well. And standing and kind of stretching a little bit, Rylander tells him, eh, make sure he hasn't gone and mucked this all up already. I don't trust that man as far as I can throw him. And Rylander just heads back to his bedroll and curls on up. Night settles then. However, it passes forward down here. Like I said, there really isn't a reckoning of light or night or day. And as everyone gets up in the morning, food is prepared, and you set off down this path that was scouted out by this small party the day before. It's more of the same. This single file trudge through darkness, through broken stairways, down and down into deeper, wider caverns where the walls and ceiling are just shadows. You can't see not but the steps behind and in front of you until finally, finally, at the end of what seems like probably an entire day of just walking down, something comes into view, a wall lit by your lights and torches. And as the stairs come down to a large circular landing ringed with four large stone obelisks, You see a door, large, stone, smooth, with a single seam running down the middle. No apparent mechanism to move it. No runes or inscriptions along its surface or anything along the sides. Down here, the air is musty 
and thick. It smells like old tomes and burnt candle wax. For now, you have a moment of respite, as Cad will take charge and head toward the door to examine it as he silently paces back and forth, trying to discern its mechanisms. Luna, still carried on this stretcher, is set down just at the base of the stairs at the the entrance to this landing. She's still unconscious. Shallow breaths, no words, no movements. Watched closely by Fornorst. Rolandier trusting Cad to at least take his sweet time doing whatever it is he's doing. He's gonna go up to Fornorst as he's standing by Luna. Do you have a moment? I do. Yes, what can I do for you? You're particularly skilled, as you've shown, with manipulation. Perhaps that's not the right word, but the workings of the mind and memories. I was wondering if there's a way, if not to remove it entirely, to at least hinder one's use of intent through that means. Take away the knowledge one ever had of tapping into the essence of the world, you mean? Perhaps. Simply something to limit one's abilities to use it. If if to remove any knowledge that they had of it, sure. That would be the way to do it, for I can think of no other method from which to neuter one from those experiences. Would there be any potential side effects, alternative consequences to doing this, aside from merely no longer being able to exercise intent? Essence creates life. It is the fundamental building block of everything upon Egadon. The consequences could be severe, or they could be nothing at all. It could go unnoticed. There are those that live in this world that have little connection to its essence. Rolandier has, like, a moment of instinctive eye-rolling that (laughs) he thinks to himself, man, I forgot how much I hate talking to these guys. Um... (laughs) And then he kind of shakes himself out of it. Rude. <laughs> I like talking to them, Ryan. They're so abstract and vague. They're very vague. Um, I'm assuming Val is close to Luna. Oh, absolutely. Suppose. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's sort of like settling her before eventually moving away. While standing here uh, with Fornars, Rolandier kind of motions over to Val to have him come over and join for a bit. Okay, Val, Val will do so. Val will, like, you know, kiss the back of Luna's hand and settle her hands over her and then go over. Yeah? Val, there's something that we need to discuss, and I, I believe Fornost could help us if it's a path we choose to go. Vamak has expressed concern for himself, namely his ability to restrain his usage of intent the further we go and the closer we get to the heart of the void. This is obviously a concern that I share, as well as concern for the rest of our group. And he has quite explicitly asked me, and by proxy you as well, to either remove his ability to use intent, restrain it, bind it, somehow, or, in his rather dichotomous world, to kill him. Those are the only two options that exist for him going forward. Fornors can hear all this, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he's part of this little huddle <laughs> when you mention just outright killing him Fornorst does like instinctively jitter and both of you hear him in your mind that is quite extreme <laughs> he is a very extreme individual in that passion 
extends into every desire that he has. And although he's bridled it somewhat well for now, he has a tendency to go to the extremes of power when they're presented before him. And he is very self-aware of this fact. And that's why I even toy with the idea of limiting his intent in the way, and now kind of more speaking to Val, of manipulating the fabric of his mind to make him forget or lose knowledge of intent. Well, I dare say if we're going to cut him off from intent, we don't have the means or the time to invent some sort of contraption to do so for us, so we will have to experiment on Vimok himself, unfortunately. Looking to Fornors, what would he lose, potentially, if we were to cut out his intent? Potentially everything. It depends exactly how tied he is to intent, his being and personality. I don't suppose being a godborn helps with that at all. In fact, that would make the process all the more difficult. I dare say his personality stands in survey almost as much. What if we put him back the way he used to be? Physically, I mean. <laughs> As he's already tried once before? Yes, but that was before we had the use of this d- more difficult... I don't know, intent seems harder since we have lost this place in our memories. We might be more capable now, I mean. Perhaps you are. However, would that still leave his mind unaltered? Perhaps the best way to approach it is not to put all of our eggs in one basket, so to speak. Balance across several different categories. Fail-safes. We cannot bank on one thing succeeding. I agree. What else would you propose, then? A couple wards that block intent usage? uh, Physical restraints? I don't think we could restrain him physically if we tried. That's a good point. What? We have had and still have blocks in our minds, no? You do, yes. Would you be able to install something like that? I would, yes. Though, as I've explained, these blocks can be removed through careful processes. The muck is not really one for careful processes. Very well. That might be better than trying to remove intent entirely. It would leave him intact, at least. Although I think the risk is higher that in a potentially power-hungry rage, he would find a way to break them. I think if we do that in addition to several other methods, it stands a chance. Perhaps we remove a little intent, install a block, physically alter him, (laughs) do many of these things that might buy us some time, and if they don't work, we kill him. I hope he can't hear you. (laughs) He would not begrudge us any of these conversations, I don't think. Kind of looking around at the rest of the group now, probably just now either setting in earnest to examine the door or get a little way station set up. Rolander just says, we don't know what lies beyond that door or really how close or far we are. I, I think it's better we do something sooner rather than later. If you are both ready, I'd like to do it now. No time makes a present. Please, lead the way. 